It is fitting that this volume, The Blackwell Companion to Jesus, which is dedicated to exploring the diverse ways in which Jesus has been considered significant in human culture over the past 2,000 years, should begin with Mark's portrait of Jesus. The Gospel of Mark is considered by many to be the primary compendium of Jesus' traditions and the first connected narrative account of the life of Jesus resulting therefrom. The status of the gospel in this regard cannot therefore be overestimated. While there are still those who would assign it a secondary role in the development of the Jesus tradition, for example, by casting doubt on its position as the first gospel to be written, and claiming that honor for the gospel of Matthew, most scholars nowadays would accept the case for Markan priority and hence a scholarly consensus resulting from over two centuries of debate on the interrelationship of the Gospels. The Apostle Paul, of course, was the first to establish a Christian literary tradition through his epistolary activity, but his letters offer us little in the way of a description of Jesus. The compilers of Q, the other putative source used by Matthew and Luke in addition to Mark, may have been the first to compile a collection of Jesus' sayings, but nothing that resembles a picture of Jesus emerges from them. The Markan evangelist, on the other hand, was the first to bring together into a coherent form the various traditions that had grown up over a generation regarding Jesus' teaching and activity, and by placing not only his sayings, but also his deeds within the framework of a story recounting his life and death. He it is who provides us with our first real portrait of Christianity's founder. Being first at anything in human life and experience brings with it its own kudos. But in the case of Mark, the first evangelist, and the gospel of Mark, the first gospel, we can recognize an achievement that, in historical, literary, and theological terms, was to have profound significance for the emergence development, and influence of early Christianity, as well as for the subsequent history of Western civilization itself. The Jesus portrayed by Mark, the Markan Jesus, was a major influence on the Matthean Jesus, the Lucan Jesus, and the Johannan Jesus. The later canonical writers using Mark's gospel directly, in the case of Matthew and Luke, and arguably indirectly, in the case of John, as one of their sources. The Markan Jesus was a progenitor of and inspiration for countless other representations of Jesus, and elements of Mark's portrait of Jesus can be discerned elsewhere in the New Testament. In ancient apocryphal, orthodox, and Gnostic portraits of Jesus, in the history of art, literature, and film, in modern historical reconstructions of Jesus, or in contemporary ideological constructions influenced by feminism, for example, or liberation theology. In short, in many of the Jesuses that this volume will be treating. The significance of Mark's portrait as the first real portrait of Christianity's founder does not lie, however, in the assumption that it is, of necessity, a historically reliable portrait. For what the evangelist offers, if you like, is a literary construct or fixation of the developing tradition surrounding Jesus some forty years after his death. Although Mark's gospel may be reckoned the earliest of such accounts, primitiveness should not be confused with historicity.
The significance of Mark's gospel does not lie, furthermore, in the claim that it is a literary masterpiece. For while the gospel's effectiveness as a literary vehicle for the good news of or about Jesus has stood the test of time, other more striking or compelling portraits have emerged in the ensuing development of the Jesus tradition, as this volume will demonstrate. Neither does Mark's significance lie in the sophistication or profundity of its theology, although, as we shall see, the evangelist can be claimed to have made an important contribution to the theological history of early Christianity, and his role as a theologian, therefore, notwithstanding the simplicity of his literary style, should not be dismissed.